Good morning, everybody. This is James with 15 Minutes of Finance. Today's April 14th. It's a beautiful Wednesday. It's a beautiful day. Let's dive into some investment news. Welcome, welcome, everyone. Before I dive into the big news of the day, uh, let's do our quote of the day. And it's by, uh, what's his name? It's a big name, Robert Bigelow. So it's definitely not Robert Bigelow. Let me go. <laughs> let me go look at it real quick. Uh, it's Robert G. Allen. So I was close. Uh, but Robert says, how many millionaires do you know who have become wealthy by investing in savings accounts? Sa- savings accounts. I rest my case. It's a good quote right there, Robert. You can't make any money by putting it in your mattress. Okay, let's get into the news. So before I start, guys, I get all my news from like Kiplinger, uh, Kiplinger. Um, let me see. How, however you say it. Uh, CNBC is really popular. I used to, uh, at my last firm, I was listening to <laughs> CNBC basically 24-7. It was on the TV at, at all times. And also Investopedia, guys. You guys can look up pretty much any term you want in the investment world. Investopedia is probably going to be one of the first uh, Google um, URLs that comes up. You guys should absolutely take advantage of it. I look at it every single day just to stay refreshed and to catch up on market news. But okay, so with that said, I have my first article here. This is from Investopedia. Uh, full disclosure there. But dude, today is a uh, today's a big day, guys. Cryptocurrency. Wow. Uh, a lot of you guys probably don't know this, but People in my industry, we're not even really allowed to say the word cryptocurrency. And God forbid you say the word Bitcoin. People will tear your head off in regulation. Uh, it's just for some reason, it's it's very taboo and it's it's not a, a industry that we're familiar with. And mainly that's just because it's not regulated by the SEC or FINRA. And if something's not regulated by one of those two entities, most of us in the investment world who are investment professionals, quote unquote, can't talk about it. And it's just because there's so much corruption in the, in the, in the past. I think financial advisors and and investors in general are, I think they're the second least trusted profession. So anything that they, anything that allows them to take advantage of the common folk, uh, the SEC and FINRA definitely, they just avoided it as much as possible. But what's really cool is that there's, there's an industry change here. So let me just, let me just dive into it. But uh, okay, what is it called? So crypt- crypto's mainstreaming moment here. I'm going to read this and then I'll, I'll explain it to you guys. So today's the day. Coinbase, the largest cryptocurrency exchange in the U.S. by volume, is making its public debut with a direct listing on NASDAQ. The ticker will be COIN, C-O-I-N. The excitement surrounding this moment is palpable. If you take a look at the price of digital coins in the last few weeks, Coinbase shares are seen as a way for more conservative investors to get exposure to cryptocurrencies without actually buying the coins. And for what it's worth, the ticker is currently trending on Reddit's Wall Street Bets, which we've all heard of that because of GameStop and whatnot, right? Uh, okay, so where was I? Oh yeah, this event is being compared to the Netscape moment of 1995. And 1995 is historically uh, associated with the dot-com boom. And some of us who are in our 20s probably don't remember that, but if you're older, you probably do. It was aggressively sold to people that they should invest in these um, startup tech companies. And obviously some of them like Microsoft, Apple, uh, Netflix, etc., they did very well, but a lot of them didn't. And that's why you had a dot-com bubble, uh, similar to what happened in 08, except for it was technology. 
Okay, rant over back to the article here. So the NASDAQ has given the platform shares a reference price of $250, which translates to a valuation of around $65 billion. CNBC says in the five significant direct listings that have taken place on the New York Stock Exchange so far, um, let me think about what those are. So uh, Spotify, Slack, um, I don't remember what the other ones are, but uh, the opening... The opening price was on average about 37% above the reference price. If Coinbase is a similar case, stock could go to $343. Interesting perspective. I don't necessarily know if that's true just because this will be kind of the, this is kind of the tester. This is kind of the beta with any sort of crypto going on the exchange here. So yeah, interesting, interesting perspective, but I'm not so sure about it. Uh, The platform with over 56 million verified users in over 100 country announces quarter one earnings Oh, they already announced it earlier this month. Okay. And so the highlights are as follows. This is this is good info, guys. Take take a listen to this. Monthly transaction users are 6.1 million. Assets on the platform are 223 billion. And the trading volume is 335 billion. Uh, total revenue is 1.8 billion, which is up. Wow. It's up from 1.3 in 2020. That is, that's a pretty big jump there. And net income is approximately 730 million. So... Uh, interesting, interesting stuff here, guys. The reason this is important for, for us or for any, anybody really is because this is kind of changing the direction of how the SEC, the stock exchanges, investors in general are viewing cryptocurrency. Uh, I still have, (laughs) I still have a hesitation in saying it, just the word cryptocurrency, just because I was hammered that we weren't allowed to really talk about it. Don't worry, guys. I'm getting over my trauma. I'm seeing a therapist about it. Uh, totally kidding. But I, yeah, I, I'm working on it. So what does that mean for the typical person who's not on Coinbase, who's not on any of these other exchanges? It means now that you can indirectly invest in cryptocurrency without actually buying it. So let's just use Bitcoin, for example. You don't have to buy a Bitcoin to invest in Bitcoin. There are these indexes similar to this uh, coin, C-O-I-N, on the NASDAQ that will, it's like an indirect investment. You're kind of tracking what Bitcoin does and other cryptocurrencies as well. But I find that to be rather encouraging as far as what the sentiment is with cryptocurrency. Uh, So if you guys are interested in that, take a look at it. Uh, I think it's definitely worth a look. It'll be on my radar for sure. I don't know if I'll put any of my own money or client money into it uh, just because it's already at a high price, $250 for a, for a position. I don't know if it's worth it. It seems to be overpriced. And the only reason it's it's overpriced is just because it's it's sort of new. You know, whenever uh, Uber became a publicly traded company and they had their IPO, I think they released it like $40, which is a reasonable price, I would say, even though they were already a massive, massive company. Uh, similar here, right? So as I already read their numbers off, I think they're Net income, yeah, $730 million. I mean, that's a big company already. So just something to be thinking about whenever you guys are looking at investments. I know a lot of younger people are interested in crypto. This could be a direction to go with that. Okay, so back to regular market news here. The yield on the U- on the 10-year U.S. Treasury is inching a little bit higher. I like that. Oil prices are also on the rise. No one likes that. I think they're like above $61 per barrel. Um Let's see, big banks, uh, J.P. Morgan, Wells Fargo, they just had their first quarter results uh, this morning. I haven't had a chance to look at them yet, but uh, 
<laughs> their their outlook today is significantly different than it was a year ago. I think at this time in 2020, they were uh, definitely saving up their cash reserves and they weren't providing a dividend. They weren't doing any buybacks. Uh, they were pretty much just bracing for bankruptcy and defaults. But luckily, a lot of that didn't happen. Um, anyways, real rising interest rates, massive borrowing by corporations and household asset purchases like homes, cars, and trillions of dollars in stimulus payments to households have solidified balance sheets of banks. The prospect of even more government spending is nothing but good news for banks, which have been one of the best performing sectors in 2021. Makes a lot of sense. A lot of people were buying houses. I'm sure if you guys have heard the, I'm sure you guys have heard the housing market was booming. Uh, banks love that because obviously that means loans, and then they get payments. Uh, what, what more can I say about banks? Right? Are they greedy? Are they not greedy? I don't know. It's a way to do business. If people keep doing business with them, is it really the bank's faults? I don't know. I, it's I I don't like to think about it like that. I like to assume that everybody's just trying to get their own and. You know, if you can do it, if you can find a way to make both sides happy, then boom, perfect. Um, but we all know banks also are, uh, they're, they're an interesting, they're an interesting sector. I'll say that. I'll say that. But that's also, that's a segue into the topic I wanted to talk about today, which is second, uh, second, sector market investing. So a sector, guys, is just like a, a bunch of similar companies. So think like uh, solar panels. Um, wind turbines, etc. That's going to be energy. So that's going to be an energy sector. Electric vehicles. So Tesla, charging, uh, charging companies. So think like um, Blink is a is a famous charging company. They just have charging stations across the country. So those would be in the same sector. And there's usually like ten to fifteen sectors, I would say. So you have like finances, technology, energy, uh, electric vehicle is now becoming its own sector utilities and a lot of people invest uh, cryptocurrency will probably become its own sector here and a lot of people invest based upon what they like right so for example i'm a huge electric vehicle advocate just because i think that's the direction that the world's going and obviously if i think the world is going to go in that direction i want to invest in it that's not a plug for you guys to do any that's not recommendation on my end I'm just letting you know what I do and what I like. Um, but then there's also like technology, right? So that is historically a growth sector. And then you also have uh, utilities. So utilities, I mean, you guys know what utilities are. I don't got to explain them. But that would be a more defensive dividend related investment versus technology, which is very much growth and small cap related. Um, a lot of people talk about diversification, right? I'm sure you've heard that term. I don't know how I feel about it. I feel like you could you can diversify within a sector. You can diversify with multiple sectors. You can diversify with uh, mutual funds that have hundreds of different companies. You can do global. You can do just U.S. There's so many different ways to diversify. I, in my portfolios, for me and my clients, I don't have many positions. I, I would say the heaviest weighted portfolio I have, don't quote me on this, I would say it's between 15 and 21 positions. Most of them are under 10, right? So for example, I have a, uh, it's called an all weather portfolio that is meant to weather all the storms. So every season of the year, all weather, it's meant to perform consistently. It's supposed to weather the downs and it's supposed to get some of the highs as well. So that portfolio, I think there's 14 in it. 
And then my extremely my extreme growth portfolio maybe has eleven positions. It's just I don't I don't know how I feel about diver, about diversification. It, it's it doesn't make sense to me, and it seems like a, a cheap way to uh, put people in cookie cutter portfolios. So yes, I do understand and believe in diversification, but I also know the importance of having goals for clients. So why am I saying all this? Well, cryptocurrency is going to become a sector of its own, which it kind of already is. Um, and we're going to see a lot of change guys and how things are ran, uh, how things are going to be, they're going to be changing and crypto is probably going to be at the forefront of it. Now, again, this is not a plug for cryptocurrency. I personally don't own any direct crypto investments. None of my clients, I'm not allowed to manage that money because it's not regulated, right? So none of my clients have that, uh, investment as well. But it's something to be looking at, be paying attention to it, guys. And it's going to become part of the sectors. So how do you want to invest? Do you want to be a focused investor? Do you want to be a diversified investor? Do you know what your goals are? Is it growth? Is it income? Is it protect your principal? All of these things are really, really important when investing. A lot of people just get excited at terms like crypto, at terms like energy investing, technology investing. People get excited about these things. Remember, have a plan, know why you're invested in these things, and always, always, always keep this in your back pocket. It is not the rich investors that know what to buy. It is the rich investors that know when to sell. Okay. All right, guys. That's it for today's episode. I hope you guys have a great day. Please reach out if you guys have any questions or comments. And uh, yeah, as always, guys, invest early, invest often. Have a great day.